Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. times. That was weird. That was fucking great. Right. There was no sugar for my espresso. That, that was the deaverish, most diva thing I've ever heard in my life. What? There's no sugar for the espresso. Well, That's tiny. It's an espresso, you tip. Here we go. This is it. This is the last one. Do you want to do the introduction first? Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Welcome to Staying Relevant, the final episode of the podcast with Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks. This is it. This is the end. We have come to the end of, of the, the road. road. Oh, I can't go um we've not though have we um for anyone listening that might like it um both of you we are not um <laughs> this isn't the end this is just the end of series one is there going to be a season two i don't think there's going to be a season two by the sounds of it and judging by all the meetings we've had it's going to be an ongoing we ain't stopping <laughs> we're not stopping now we're at the top of the tree podcast heroes people are calling us because they because they want to be involved no one's called us. No one's called us. No, 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 one's <laughs> no one wants to be a guest anymore no. either. So, uh, we, listen, we're starting, um, or we're finishing as we started, with no guest. <laughs> <laughs> Just the two of us. I think we've realised that we don't Just do... the two of us. Um, we can make, make it if we, we try. Just, Just the, the two, two of us. us. You and I. Oh my God, the tenor on that. Thank you. Wow. What could you fit in your throat? Should we move on? Yeah, okay, fair. Okay, excellent. Oh, I was going to actually say, but I think we've realised now that we we perform better when it's just the two of us. Well, I think that's for a number of reasons. As it turns out, with guests, we are incompetent. Um, you don't let them speak and I scare them and swear at them. <laughs> so between the two of us as interviewers and presenters, dog shit, as... Legends. Two um, sort of now and then friends, we, uh, we we do all right. Yeah. So actually, we didn't even need guests in the first place. However, we are going to be coming back and we do need guests. So <laughs> please, because there's only so long people can listen to me and you dribble on about fuck all. I'm really hot. I'm not surprised because you are dressed like a bumblebee wearing Del Boy's jacket. <laughs> That is the no, worst outfit no. I think I've ever seen you in. Firstly, that coat makes me feel quite violently ill. Why? Because it is just awful. It is, it is, it is genuinely one of the worst coats I've ever seen. It's the most manly thing you've ever seen in your life. It's not. And you've, you've teamed it with a mustard jumper. <laughs> but Bane wears this. Bane does not wear... That he does. Not, okay, if that was Tom Hardy's jacket, yeah. right, I'd go, well, that's quite cool. It's not. That is from, I'm going to guess, Next or Zara. I think it's Zara. And talking to Zara, she actually put me in this mustard number. It's because she is obviously knows that no one is ever going to look at you or speak to you when you're like that. She's basically fitting you up here so that <laughs> no one ever speaks to you because you look fucking ridiculous. Wait, I, do you know, I look my age. And... I look my age. The problem with you, Pete, right, is you look like one of those old dudes who's trying to keep down with the kids with your beanie on, your hoodie, your khaki trousers, and what are those skater shoes underneath, mate? I don't know, where do we, where You're you... dressed like a priest, actually. No, I'm not. Priests wear black. Yeah, but on their days off, <laughs> I imagine they wear horrendous um, mustard jumpers. You know what's funny? At one point in my life, I wanted to be a priest. Okay, stop. I stop, did. Stop, I genuinely stop. did. I wanted to be a priest. What? Why? Because it, like, you, you speak uh, you, to the crowd. 
And and like and so your desperation to be famous and be on a stage <laughs> meant that the only way that you potentially thought you could have done it before reality TV came along was to give a fucking sermon in church. That was your that that is how desperate you are for people to listen to you. I just want to be heard. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind turning to page six of the <laughs> What's your favourite hymn? Um oh gosh. Uh Good King Wences lost this last. I always get that bit wrong. Sorry. King, good King. Did you just have a fucking meltdown there? Was that a seizure? <laughs> no. Good King Dostif Dost Dash. Good King Wentz. Oh, that one. That's a Christmas one anyway. Never What's heard my it. Favorite? What's my favourite? Oh, oh. Um, something about candles. Oh, yeah, you're obviously a big fan. <laughs> fan. Do you know what mine is? What? Dance then wherever That's you may be. We actually sang that together. I am the Lord of the dance. Said we sang three songs in this podcast. All. Wherever you may be, and I'll lead you all on the dance. Said he. Dance then wow. wherever you may be. Wow. I am the Lord. I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> I know he's sad. He's on his second bit. Um, <laughs> and also, it's the last record I've got with you for a while, so I am buzzing. Feels like the end of school. <laughs> Feels like the end of school year. Told me to sign your mustard jumper. Don't do that. Last time I saw you wear that was when we did Antiques Roadshow. By the way, I saw Raj the other oh, week. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. What did he say? Yeah, he just said that you don't reply to him. He's <gasps> messaged you a couple of times and you really? don't reply. Really? Oh, yeah. no. And I said, Sammy's like that. He never replies to anyone. Um, and then he went, well, you've also not replied to Margie. <laughs> I've got her name tattooed. You have. <laughs> Series one, how do you think it went, Sam? Uh, unbelievable. I'm so happy that I finally got you down here to do it. And I think you're quite enjoying yourself. Um, I mean, what you think and what the truth is are two different things. No, you are enjoying yourself. Don't lie. I enjoy it when we have the guests on because it's really nice to um, hear from other people. And? And I can't wait to hear from more people. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the people seem to quite like this podcast, mate. What do you mean by the people? Well, the I get people? loads of messages from people being like, this is such a fun podcast. We love it. Pete's always drunk. Yeah, I mean, the comment that you had this week, which you had um, so much joy in, in showing me, um, wasn't the best <laughs> for me. I got a message, and it is the best. It's the best. It, 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 what is it, the best um, metaphor for what our podcast and, to be honest, our careers are all about? Uh, <laughs> this sums up our career. So perfectly. Sorry to say, but you kept interrupting your guest, Tom Grennan, and poor drunk Pete kept trying to get things back on track. <laughs> the phrase poor drunk Pete, I feel like could be a headline for anything I've ever done. There he is, poor drunk Pete. But you can just imagine it, can't you? Me with the chaos and you with the drink. Like, that's how it works. But still trying to hold shit together. Yeah. It's a lot like I've spent the majority of my life just trying to hold shit together. If I'm honest, I have enjoyed it. Yes! Come on! I have enjoyed it. This is only the beginning. We're going to do We're gonna do um, live tours. We're going to... Okay, right. I, I, just on this note. So, obviously, the podcast has done well. Um, we, I certainly am surprised because I didn't think anyone would listen. Um, so, that's instantly made Sam think that we are now doing a UK tour uh, in which one of the venues that he suggested was fucking Wembley. <laughs> No, Wembley. No, no, Wembley, Wembley. Arena. Wembley Arena. We which is still how many? Thousands. Thousands. Yeah. Sam, we'll be lucky to fill the back room at a Red Lion, all right? It's a Red which, Lion. Pub, which has, got about, <laughs> which has got about 25 people capacity. We'll be lucky if we sold 25 tickets. And this wanker thinks we're doing Wembley Arena. We are. 
Yeah, we're, mate, we're not N-dubs. We're N-dubs? You went with N-dubs what, out because, of all of the people? Because they're, curr- because they're currently... <laughs> na-na-na. They're currently ooh, doing... Ah, ooh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. N-dubs, N-dubs. What? Um, they turned up to my school once. Did they? Yeah. For what reason? I don't, because they knew the dance At teacher. what point did N-dubs turn up to Bradfield College, the private fucking boarding school, like, what, what, to talk to you about what? Don't end up like them? So, yeah, I think it's been a good series so far. Not bad. Not bad. Don't give it a not bad. That's like beige. Give it like a fucking good. I think it's been not bad. There's lots of room for improvement. I, I think, don't think there is. I th- of course there is. Um, mainly interview style, um, the lack of um, format because you don't stick to it despite the fact that it's wrote down in front of you, my um, incapacity to stop swearing yep, yep. Um, and stop treating it like I'm uh, genuinely just off my tits at the pub. Sam. Yes. You've had a busy week. I have. I have. I've had a busy week. We've you been have. very busy, both of us. What have you done this week to stay relevant, Sam? And I can't wait for this story. Well, I've done quite, I've done quite a few things, to be fair. Um, one of them, one, well, the biggest thing I did, and actually I had people messaging me being like, this has got to be on the podcast, is I hosted Hits Live. I, do you know what? I saw this. Um, part of it, the original story that I saw on your Instagram made me feel quite ill. Why? Why? Because you had someone record you before you went on stage. <sighs> Gave like a thumbs up like you were doing a sellout tour of your own. And all you went on there to do was introduce someone else who was on a sellout tour. But it was literally like, this is my moment. I'm ready for it. Here we go. Welcome to the Sam Thompson show. No, it was Hits Radio and you were fucking introducing Lewis Capaldi. However, you brought it back when Lewis Capaldi pointed at you. Yeah. However, it then panned to you and you had your shirt off. Yeah. And that again ruined it for me uh, a second time. Uh, so the start of it, as if you were selling out your own fucking arena tour, embarrassing. Lewis Capaldi pointing, good. You shirtless while screaming for Lewis Capaldi, bad. Yeah, mate, do you know what? You're the only person who's who's actually called it out for what it is. I did think that because it looks so epic. Goes, introducing Sam, Sam Thompson. Thompson. And I walk out and there's 15,000 people there. Get off and get Capaldi on. <laughs> I literally went, I went, hello, Birmingham. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. And then I go, this is Sam Ryder. <laughs> and walk off. <laughs> It looks like I'm there for hours. Yeah, but uh, honestly, and the, the thing is, is obviously, listen, that is a big moment because it's probably the, the most amount of people you've spoken in front of live. I was really nervous, to be fair. That's huge. That's yeah. a lot of people. It's um, funny, though, because I was on and off in about five seconds. Also, what I imagine you found hard was the fact that you had to be on and off in five seconds because people were there to listen to music and that you didn't have a chance to tell any of your stories <laughs> or be weird or fall off a chair or fart on stage, which is generally what, what I imagine you wanted to, like, you know, this is my chance. I'm a stand-up comedian or saying. Um, and actually, it was, I'm Sam Thompson. This is someone else. Yeah. Um, but the oh. fact that someone, and I, I just know that you would have gone to someone, can you just get me going on? Like when they do the Sam Thompson, and I'm, <laughs> if you could do that, because that would make a great gift. Exactly what happened. Yeah, 100%. So fucking obvious. I got it to film me. So obvious. And then with Capaldi, I imagine someone was there and you went, yeah, you know, if you pan to Capaldi pointing to me and then to me pointing back. And then that interaction, it's going to look great. It's going to look great. <laughs> There's another one as well where I met, I bumped into Tom Grennan was performing. And, Tom uh, Grennan, who was a fabulous guest on this podcast. Yeah. Apologies to Tom again for the fact that we <laughs> fucked it. <Yeah. laughs> he actually, um, I, went, I went, oh, the podcast is out, mate. You went, yeah, yeah, sweet. And I was like, you haven't listened to it, have you? But no. <laughs> um, my favourite thing is that I was away um, when the Tom Grennan episode came out. 
Um, and did he retweet any of your? No, no, no. I came back and put up one thing, and he retweeted it straight away. <laughs> so, well, well, I actually said to him after. I thought we'd like made friends. So I was like, "Oh, Tom, Tom," and uh, sort of went to say say hello. You know, embraced. Um, and then I was like, "Mate, if you want to get a beer afterwards, man." He went, "Sorry, man, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm heading back to London." He was in Manchester. Um, he wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> and and also, um, I don't know if you remember, but he's not drinking at the minute either. Oh, is that why? Yeah, you could have done your Jamie Lee Curtis thing and just told him that you were sober and you have been for 10 years, uh, despite the fact that tomorrow night we're going out to get absolutely sloshed. We are, yeah. Um, that was your big thing at the moment. And to be fair, I'm going to give you this. That is quite a big deal. So well done for that. Impressive. It's a shame that you handled it like a prick. <laughs> yeah. but, but the opportunity and the fact that you got to that point, because you are now a regular on radio. <laughs> Do you sometimes worry that if I ever did make it, I would be a prick? I wouldn't worry about it too much because you haven't made it and you are a prick. So I don't think people will actually notice. Um, I think it's absolutely fine. Um, but that is quite a big deal. I mean, it's worrying for me um, because I always thought I was the most relevant out of the two of us. Uh, and since the eight episodes of this podcast, as it turns out, you've done some pretty big things. And I am booked in to host a bingo night in Wales oh, very soon. And that shit's still happening for me. That's in, that's in, that's that. I'll be honest with you, mate. It's in front of about 150 people. That's a lot of people. Well, I mean, I mean it's yeah. I mean, it's a, not quite 15,000, but... What, what are you going to say? What are like, the key words you have to hit? The numbers are, <laughs> I imagine, it being a bingo night. I don't think there's key words you have to hit. <laughs> there I isn't. Like, you got like seven sevens or 49. Well, no, because it's not a, it's, it's not a maths quiz, mate. Uh, it's, <laughs> they don't need to know their times taken. Like, hold your mother, we're coming through the back door. Number, it's number four. It's number 22, two sitting ducks. That doesn't rhyme. It doesn't have to. They look like two sitting ducks. Oh, Jesus. is that how it works? Yeah, it doesn't have to rhyme. It's not a poetry competition or a maths quiz. Oh. Anyway. Um, oh, so, I'm so sorry. I've just remembered something. I know you don't like cutting in, right? But I'm going to do no, it. No, I don't mind when you do it like that. So, so, so Lewis Baldy, you're going to fucking love this. So I have to interview him before he goes on stage, right? And I can see him coming around the corner. Did you ask him to come corner. on the podcast? Wait for it. And as he's, as he's coming around the corner, he's just done an interview with the radio team. He's coming over to me to play a couple of games. As he's coming around, I'm sort of sat, sat there with my, with my mic. And he, as he's as he's like looking, turns to look at me. He's round like everybody, all the bosses at the station, like all of his entourage, anyone who matters basically is around him. And he goes, "I know that guy." And I went, "Oh my god!" I was like, "No way!" And I turned around. Who was to my stood team. behind you? No, no, no. <laughs> he goes, "I know that guy." And I turned around to my to the person who was working with me. I was like, "He knows who I am." And he goes, "He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're um, oh, you're the guy off Instagram. You're um." You're the one. You can, you can off the park bench. <laughs> I just died. I died. <laughs> so let me get this right. So you thinking, yeah, I have hit the big time. Lewis Capaldi knows who I am. The guy off of Instagram. Is it because of all them videos that I painstakingly do wearing my sister's clothes and trying to be funny? Uh, no, I was known for being distraught on a park bench. If you're going to be known for anything, listen, at least you're known. He called me the you can guy. <laughs> Mate, it was so bad. And actually, funny enough, he goes, I follow your girlfriend on Instagram. And he goes, you're, he goes, yeah, and you're on it. You're quite funny. Genuinely, he looks so disappointed in me. So that is your biggest thing. And actually, to be fair, Sam, out of eight episodes of this show, that's probably the most relevant thing that you have done. And I have, well, I didn't do it. But, 
<laughs> but the, that's the most relevant thing that I think has happened to either of us. It so was... actually, in Series 1, you win the most relevant award. I'm I'm giving it to you. You are more relevant than I am. Come on! Well done for that. Um, We're on our way, Pete. In contrast, what I've done this week is I dressed up as an elf and walked around Waterloo Station as a big orange elf, um, uh, giving out vouchers. I saw the face. I saw the video. Now, it was a great cause, uh, and Just Eat, we've worked with a number of times before, and they're doing some brilliant things uh, for the Wintermere Appeal to help you know vulnerable and lonely people and homeless people. Um, however, the, the outfit was unnecessary. Mm. To the point where actually one of the ladies that I tried to hand a voucher out to, and I was doing it with Vicky Patterson, and this lady was about 80, um, she went, oh, Vicky, I love you, I'll have to get a picture, then asked me to take the picture. Oh, no! Which is absolutely, <laughs> which is absolutely fine. Um, and then she asked me how long I had been working for Just Eat. <laughs> she thought I was... Which is absolutely fine. What I have, did you say? Um, I, t- I said about 35 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, so I've got a ladder in my tights. That is my staying relevant moment of the week. You, you know, are friends with Lewis Capaldi now and you, you know, hosted a thing in front of 15,000 people in Birmingham and Manchester across two days and I handed out vouchers from a cardboard grotto in Waterloo Station dressed like that. And it's awkward. Orange is not my colour because it is the same colour as my skin. Um, so I, I basically look like a big Christmas what's it. So now, this being our last episode, and we do the sidebar of shame, mm. uh, which is when we, you know, go through the papers and, and we kind of look at embarrassing things people have done to stay relevant. But we've done it differently. We asked you to be involved. So we asked people to send in stories of um, times they may have met Sam and I or things that they've seen us do or, or their kind of favourite things about when they may have met us. So a lot of people have replied. All right? Okay. An awful lot of people. No, I've got a sheet in front of me. You've got a sheet in front of you. I've got a bigger sheet in front of me. <laughs> so we actually haven't seen these. I've made a point out of keeping these away from Pete so we go in completely blind. So I, I have no idea what I'm about to read. All I know is that this first one is about Pete. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really honest with you. I'm a little bit nervous because I've also had a lot of people that I know genuinely on Instagram saying, well... Imagine the stories I could tell, and I think, please don't. And the amount of people I've messaged saying, please don't write in. Yeah. Please, yeah. Like people I know. Um, so fuck knows what this is going to be. Here we go. Right, number one. <laughs> there seems to be a pattern, by the way, with you meeting a lot of people's nans. Like that, that just to start off, <laughs> that you love a nan. <laughs> Right, do you know what the thing is? When when you do uh, all that TV like, you remember, you know, a couple of episodes ago, and I said, you know, the calendar back in the day and all that sort of stuff. Uh, everyone thinks that you're They're gonna... nans now. It was so long ago, <laughs> that grannies. <laughs> Dickhead. And everyone thinks you're going to be surrounded by a sort of young, good-looking women. It doesn't happen for me. Anyone that is 50-plus is my target audience. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because I think they, they relate to how my body's deteriorating. You're an old soul as well. Inside, you're just an angry, old, bitter man. And that sort of like just sums you up. Oh, my God, the first one's got a calendar shoot. Yes, come on. All right. When Pete did his calendar tour 
I brought my nan along with me to Milton Keynes signing. She loves Towie and Pete. Anyhow, he was so bloody adorable with her. She went all weird and shy and didn't want to get in the pictures with us. With a few encouraging words and with an arm around her from Pete, she got in the picture. I realised in that moment that Pete is a good egg, really. Never met Sam, but in a loving way, he gives me annoying little brother vibes. <laughs> Much love. There's another one. My friend and I met Pete in Raffles, and I told him my God, mum... that must have been the time I was with you. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Raffles is in Chelsea, and he never, ever wants to come to my neck of the woods. Ugh. My friend and I met Pete in Raffles, and I told him my mum fancied him, and he said, why is it always the mums that fancy me? What about the girls? He was oh, absolutely... That, creepy. <laughs> yeah, that, <sounded laughs> that is really creepy. Very odd. He was absolutely lovely, though. Very funny. Now, let's just break these two down. Calendar signing Milton Keynes. Do you remember it? No. You don't, I've done, no, come on, you got to remember I did it a couple of years, Milton Keynes, I think, and yeah. they were a bit, and we're going back probably, I don't know, six, seven years, eight years maybe. It has happened. I, I remember actually on the, on the Nan thing, if we're going to, if we're going to do Nan stories, I remember going to the Isle of Wight to do a PA yeah. and not much happens in the Isle of Wight, I'll be yeah. honest with you, and it was, it was very, very busy and three generations came. So it was a granddaughter, a mother and the nan. And the nan came up and she'd been queuing um, for a picture and she had a stick and all that. And when I see that she'd been queuing, I was like, sit down, babe, come and sit down. And she came and she's on the booth like this. She came and I got pissed for the entire night and she hadn't been out in over 30, years. <gasps> but yeah, nans, I've got a thing, me and, me, and, me and the old dears, we get on. That is just, also, you're such like an arm round them as well, aren't you? Like, come here, come on, come on, get, babe, in. get yourself a drink. Yeah. Um, whereas Sam is the opposite to that. And Sam, it's always people's kids that love Sam. What I mean by that is the junk, the, the kind of the Gen Z generation love you. Yeah. The Gen Z generation are either scared of me or think, Jesus Christ. But listen, I'm going to take that because that could have been bad. Yeah, that Both was good. said I was lovely. Yeah, they did actually. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. We've got a story which is a very on-brand Sam Thompson story. All right. These people got to King's Cross Station. There was a huge crowd of people all gathered in the middle of the shopping area. So many people that my five foot four short ass could not see a thing. I Just know there. what this story is. Sorry. However, so, so this bird you couldn't see. Boyfriend said, you'll never guess who it is. Uh, I got on his back to see there was Mr. Sam Thompson not just at a Harry Potter event, but hosting it at King's Cross Station. Opening of an envelope moment, Pete. Yeah. Sam was loving life and looked completely thrilled to be there, casting spell. Oh, you were casting spells. I was. I was dueling. I was dueling a Death Eater. And really... Don't know what that means. And really getting into the Hogwarts spirit. No one could really answer why you were there, apparently. They were asking the organisers. What? How, why? What? No, what? asking the organisers around how I could get to Sam or what he was doing. No one could really answer me. Thank you, Roxy. So, were you asked to host this, or did you just turn up and get involved? Someone dropped and, out. And there we go. There we go. So the organisers probably just saw, oh look, this this poor lad's won a competition. He's a massive Harry Potter fan. I can almost guarantee. I don't know when this was. It was really recently. It was like three, four months ago. I can guarantee. I bet I know what you were wearing for this as well. Oh. Guarantee you had that fucking duffle duff, fucking what is it? Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff jumper on. <laughs> I actually remember her. She was so nice. And let me guess, at the bottom of that, you had the washed out black chinos and the Russell and Bromleys. Did you? You Don't tell me you did. You didn't. Don't. You don't tell me you did. You did, didn't you? 
You fucking did, didn't you? Roxy, I absolutely adore you. I remember this very, very moment and I feel like our souls combined over the love of Harry Potter that day. It was great. Right, we've also got some listeners who have sent in their favourite staying relevant moments. Um, we've actually got a voice note from Laura. Yes, come on, Laura, bring it at me. Bring it at me. Trying to stay relevant is Pete going on Celebs Go Dating for the third time. <laughs> Good luck! Third time lucky! Woohoo! <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, Third time on Celebs Go Dating. Factually incorrect because it's the fourth time. It's the fourth time. Uh, he did a digital series once during COVID as well. That went well. Um, yeah, no, you are, are absolutely right. That is a, probably a staying relevant moment. Um, it's not probably, it is. It is a staying relevant moment. But it's also pays my bills moment. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, listen, I love the show. We met on the show, Paul and Anna and Tom, I absolutely love. Um, and there wasn't much else around at the time. So, <laughs> Do you know what one of the best things is? There's a guy who I follow on um, Twitter, really nice guy, and he um, he hosts... Johnny like, Seifert. Yeah, yeah. How do you know exactly I just knew, what I'm going to say? I know, because he's one of the only people that's still active on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's such a guy, lovely, such a lovely guy. Such a nice guy. And he, he loves that world and so he's so insightful about it all and he goes so he he ranked all of the new all of the new cast members on Let's Go Dating and he goes Pete Wicks everyone's favourite Essex reality star although he's getting slightly old <laughs> oh Johnny Johnny <laughs> and it's like you are just that guy that won't ever say die on these things. Like, Listen, you fight to the end, mate. We've you fight got, to the you're end. going down swinging. You're going, I'm down, going down swinging. swinging. You fight to the end, mate. All right? I am fighting because until I'm on a fucking stage, that is me. <laughs> Pete, all right? I'll see you all for fucking Series 25. <laughs> yeah, go on, Pete. Know who you are and own it. Yeah. I love that. Fuck it. Um, thanks for that, Laura. So, uh, <laughs> actually, looking back at uh, that Series I can't remember which one it was. Well, one of the series that we did for Slebs Go Dating. Yeah. Um, I think people seem to enjoy the moment where you said that we were brothers. Yeah, I remember it very well. Uh, do you remember my reply? Uh, yeah, you went, you're the most annoying this... fucking person I've ever met. Yes. And I'll be honest with you, years later, I stand by that. No, we're doing a you podcast You are together. the most... Yeah, uh, thank you for reminding me what this is. Um, it, it's good that you reminded the listeners as well, because I'm sure they have no fucking idea what's going on at this point. Um, <laughs> but they're still here. But We've got you. Like chlamydia, we've got you now. You well, have to take a pill to get rid of us. Yeah, we're more like herpes. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, we're a flare-up. You're flaring up. What, just each series, it's just... Yeah, a yeah. We're a herpes flare. Yeah, yeah, you can't get rid of us. So, but someone that remembers this moment, I actually do remember it as well because it was the, it was the series that we met. Yeah. Um, and um, they wanted Sam and I to do like an emotional ending because we'd been on a journey together of um, Sam being pathetic throughout that series, I think. Uh, if you remember, there was many a pathetic moment from you. If I remember, I bought someone on the holiday and you didn't didn't you no I did bring someone because basically all the slaves go down is like on a way trip yeah no you do I, at the end. I bought someone I bought um, the girl that slapped me on the first night oh yeah you couldn't remember her name yeah well, yeah exactly you didn't exactly do very well did you mate uh, no, no, I didn't. You're right. Um, however, didn't yours come on Made in Chelsea afterwards and then dump you on the show? Right. <laughs> so that is I'm not, actually. A... I'm not saying you got used. <laughs> Do you know? So, so, so I'll tell you the story. So, the first time I went on to go dating, I, I, I brought two girls away with me because I couldn't choose which one I wanted to sort of be with, and so they allow you to sort of like bring two people if those girls want to come, obviously. And um, so they if both they, came. They do. It's a free holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were both there. <laughs> And um, I picked this lovely girl and... Uh, what was her name? 
Well, don't ask things. I, it was what was their name? Ages then? ago. Well, I mean, you took her on holiday. What, you don't... God, how many don't, women have you taken on holiday? Don't, don't be what was dick. her name, Sam? Oh, I can't remember. She was like a dancer, I think. Oh, yeah, dancer. Yeah. It's an unusual name. Oh, what was her first up. name? Tiny? <laughs> you know what? Okay. Anyway, she comes away. Right? Who? Do, lovely lady comes away. Yeah. And um, so we're... So, so Which one was it? What was... I pick, So anyway, mate, I pick her, right? And she comes back and, uh, you know, we're actually talking a little bit. And, you know, this isn't just one of those sort of like TV show things where like you come off and you never talk to them again. Like we are talking. She's like really hot. We get along really well. And um, so so she actually comes on the show that I was on at the moment at the time, which was uh, Made in Chelsea. And um, she did two scenes, one of them where she met my family. Uh, she came on and met my sister. Oh, and, that is uh, so staying relevant. That then, is so staying relevant. Yeah, and no, I've been aware, you know, and I've been, you know, finding myself and I've found a girl. Now I just want you to meet my family. <laughs> she, came, she came to meet my family. And then later that day, we had another scene in a nightclub, with like an event day where everyone's there. And we're like the final scene. And she comes in and this is in front of everyone. And she goes, hey, how are you, Sam? And I go, yeah, really good. And I'm thinking, God, this girl's probably like, she probably thinks she's lucked out. She's, you know, she's joined this new reality show and she's coming in and doing all these things. And... God, this is going to go quite well. She comes in, she goes, no, I just, you know, I wanted to come here and just be honest with you face to face. And I was oh. like, well, where are you going with this? Is she this goes, where your arsehole started and going? She goes, she, goes, she goes, I just, I think we're really different people. And I'm like, what? Like, what are we talking about? Like, surely you're not going to, absolutely not. Like, come on. Like, you're here now. Like, you're going to, you know, you're going to carry this on. Play the game. And she literally goes, she goes, I just, I can't see it. I can't see it working. We're very different people. Um, but have an amazing life. time <laughs> and, and life and, and you know, maybe I'll see you around. And just walked out of this thing to never be seen again. And it was the most badass thing I have ever seen in my life. That is savage Mate, and I fucking love there's it. There's me thinking this girl is like, she's got like, you know, she's coming on TV. She thinks she's got this new life and all these things. She's going to come and milk it. Mate, she came in and just savaged me in front of everybody and then just fucked off. And honestly, it's never made me want anyone more. What what, what my favourite part of this story is, and for those of you who don't know, so we'll we break the full fall a little bit here. So obviously... Um, uh, oh, they already know. Well, when you do like Made in Chelsea or, or Tail, whatever else... Um, you film for a certain period of time and then you have times where you're not filming. So then other shows coming in. That was, I imagine, probably one of the first shows you did outside of... It was after Tiff dumped me. Right, so it was after yeah. Sam had been dumped on Made in Chelsea, which at the time was probably the only show you'd done. Yeah, yeah, probably it was. Had, yeah. yeah, so so um, first time, another show. God, I'm actually making it because another show wants me. Yeah. All right, this is great. You go on the other show, telling everyone on Made in Chelsea, yeah, no, I'm about to go do celebs, go dating. You know, I'm about to go and do that because they want me. They pick me. That's, you know, they want me. Um, go away. Find a bird, come back to uh, Made in Chelsea. Yeah, no, I'm bringing a bird on that I met on the other show. You know, the other job I did, I'm bringing a bird on that I met on another show. Because I'm so famous Cause now. Because I, I, yeah, because I went on a dating show, just found a bird, didn't I? So I'm, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. Look, everyone, this is the girl that I've met. Great. Get dumped. And then they all must have gone, what a wanker. What a wanker. But how awesome from her. Yeah, amazing. Um, no, it's, it's honestly one of, one of the best that I've ever seen. I was so shocked. And just well played. Well, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not. Yeah, what's her name? Don't do that. Not that badass then, is it? <laughs> We've got some voice notes. We've got more. We've got more voice yes! notes. There seem to be a lot of replies to these. So these are Instagram voice notes. I don't even know you can send them on Instagram. Love that. But let's go for it. So I met Pete years ago in Norwich, Norfolk. 
in a club which I don't think exists anymore. It's under a different name. So he turned up and then you kind of like had to wait. Um, and then he had like security with him and he was lovely. I mean, he was so lovely. I, I cannot fault you know how he was with everybody he was really sweet yeah i've always been a huge fan of pete and i admire everything he does and i just I just love him and you and sam like the bromance you two have that, is incredible that is that's the best thing i've ever heard in my life it's the best thing i've ever heard in my life so why do you have security okay i'm gonna what d- kind of wanker are you <laughs> i'm gonna tell you why sam I started off um, when I was doing this. I I um, used to get in a lot of trouble when I used to do these PAs because now and then you'd get a bit of a knobhead and I can't help it. I, I will have to say something back. And I may have got in some altercations with people on different times. And uh, really, the, the main reason that I have Steve, Stevie Lux, who is my tour manager, um, security, like all that stuff. <laughs> he's, he's got a tour manager. Because... Fucking, this prick over here has got a fucking tour manager and bouncers. You absolute bellend. Right. I, I, all I'm going to say is, listen, when I go and do these PAs, and listen, PAP does a good job. PAP. We go, um, we have a good time. They are good friends of mine now um, because we've spent so much time together and I've spent so much time with them over the years. I would rather do that than do what you do, which is drive yourself to a PA, right? Because you're too fucking tight to pay for anyone to go with you. (laughs) Then stay there for an hour on your own, just doodling about, talking to the owner of the club or whatever you do, having a lemonade and then drive yourself back. I make a good night of it. It is wankerish. It sounds wankerish. And I'm slightly embarrassed when it is put in black and white terms that, yes, I do take a security team. Babe, thank you for that. I loved meeting you. Um, And, yeah, I love meeting everyone. Um, We've got another voice note, um, which is from Sammy. Now, God, I hope this is about you. Oh, God, I hope it's still about you and a PA. Unfortunately, I've never met either of them, but I did see Sam at Hits Live in Manchester and I've never been happier to see that little blonde man walk out on the stage. I was so chuffed that he was there. I was a bit pissed off that Pete weren't there, though. But if he was there, I probably would have got arrested for indecent exposure or sexual harassment. Yes, baby! God. Don't you dare get your ass out. <laughs> Mate! Again, there's a big difference between when people meet Sam and when people meet me. So she was so pleased that you, the little blonde boy was there. Yeah. However, if I'd have been there, there would have been arrests and indecent exposure. <laughs> why don't I... Why do everyone... <laughs> See, Hits Live was a great, great event. And, 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 and if you want to get tickets for next year, you can already. <laughs> okay, will you be hosting that? Or are we going to see how the next year works? We're going to see how the next year goes. Yeah. Um, can I come? I, may, I would I, love you to Why be don't there. I be your tour manager? Because I'll be honest with you, this career ain't working out for me. You're going from strength to strength. That's what it's going to be. Oh, my God, I've just had an insight into the future. What? I'm going to end up being your tour manager. I'd love that. You're going to end up making it. You actually are. And I'm going to be, well, back in my day, I'm going to end up being your fucking driver. The driver. I used to be God. sitting in the back of the car with him. Oh, but it's my- okay, because he lets me keep the car every three days. My calendar wants that, so Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be your torment. Oh, my God, this is horrendous. You're going to host the Late Late Show and I'm going to be there as your fluffer. Right, we've got some more uh, comments. I'm loving these. Mate, that, what a lovely, lovely voice note that was, though, about Hits Live. Okay, there's some... there's some. Oh, God, there's some terrible ones here. 
Right, so we've got Love You Both Very Much, and the pod is hilarious. I met Pete outside Chloe's salon in Essex. He said he was too busy for a photo. Oh, yes! There we go. Mr. Pete Wicks with his tour manager and his bouncers. Has too, too busy. Hashtag salty. I still wouldn't kick him out of bed. Keep up the good work. Who needs guests anyway? Love, Vicky. Vicky, I apologise. I can't imagine me saying that. If I'm I can, I fucking can. Have you seen how moody he is? However, what I will say, if that was outside Chloe Salon, I imagine we were probably filming. Yeah, yeah, and she was just breaking up with him for the 15th time. Um, is this we, Chloe Sims? We, I presume so. We were never together, so there was nothing to break up. Well, um, However, um, if that's the case, I apologise profusely. Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that, though. Oh, that's so good. I that is think. so good. Um, we've also got, oh, next one, uh, he started a fight with me at a nightclub in Chelsea. Oh, no! No! But kind of yes! Let What is it? Tell me now. Tell me now. Just said Pete started a fight with me at a nightclub in Chelsea from David on Instagram. Well, you must have been a fucking cop then, Dave. Um, oh, this is not going well for me now, is it? I went. I once met a, uh, Pete at a PA in Barbuda, Glasgow, I reckon probably 2015, the first and last time I've ever went out for New Year. Of all the things I could say to Pirate Pete, I decided to tell him how much I love dogs. Absolute cringe moment for me, although he's probably heard worse. I've attached a picture from the night. I'd like to think we both aged like a fine wine, me more than him, obviously. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, I remember doing this because it was Hogmanay. Um, what it was my the fr- fuck is that? It was my friend's um, uh, bar, uh, a guy called Thomas Melville. I have aged terribly. You have, you look good there really yeah. badly look at the jawline and, and you had a go at our caricatures mate but that is that is actually what you look like now your hairline looks good in there as well must have brushed it forward <laughs> oh, by, by the way to, to the listener me, I, me and pete decided we're going turkey we're going turkey yeah we're gonna go get hair transplants and we're gonna film it i'm gonna film it i didn't realize about the filming bit yeah we're gonna um, go turkey pete's gonna get some off the front i'm gonna get some on the back I re- I remember that night very clearly. Uh, great night. I've actually done Barbuda about 10 times over the years. Anyway, we've also got one more voice note. Lovely. Bring it in. Hi, I saw Pete in a pub in St. Helens um, with my boyfriend. We were all on a night out and I said, oh, well, that's Pete Wicks. He's from such and such, blah, blah, blah. And my boyfriend said, he looks like a fucking homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the people actually think about you. And you you have the audacity to turn and look at me and, and, and be like, no, Sam, you're just a dick. No, you actually look like you're dying. <laughs> you, <laughs> look, you look like you're dying. You're not a fine wine, mate. You're corked. <laughs> Oh, homeless chic. No, no. Now get that beanie off, right? Get the hoodie off. You're not one with the kids. You're 35 years old. Okay, you just did that a rock kid. on sign. Oh, did a rock do? on sign. What do they do? I, well, the, the kids. I don't know. Now they just talk about feelings. Well, so boyfriends they look like homeless, but I imagine he's a he's a, um, um, a beautiful man himself. If you could send in a picture of your boyfriend, that would be great. Um, we 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 would love to see that, wouldn't we? I, I, to be honest, I'm happy with with what um, I've heard. However, Siobhan, you've got a fabulous voice. Love an Irish voice. She does. I love an Irish. Person. Oh, that was a really beautiful voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very nice. Your boyfriend is a very lucky man. What a great segment. I'm going to give it to us. What a brilliant. segment segment that was we need to do that more often because that was fucking brilliant yeah i mean i'm not happy with it 
Oh. Yeah, well, you need to really reconsider at 35 whether you should be going on public appearances to fucking Swansea. Nothing wrong with Swansea, obviously. I'll be honest but... with you, though. What we have had, despite the fact that we've had... And this is evident that I, I obviously get out a little bit more than you. No one's met you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? But no, no one wants to... This, I don't get invited anywhere. This is the point. Whenever we... like, So basically, P goes on all these nights out with all these really like cool celebrities, right? I don't ever get to meet them. Like, I ask Pete all the time to invite me places, and you never do. Have I not just invited you somewhere next Saturday? Um, I've just drawn on my head. I did, I saw that. You pressed Sorry, it against yeah. your head. Yeah. Although Sammy's reading one that we've had to check with the producer. because <laughs> Oh, we had someone write in. Oh, in fact, I'm, uh, do you know what? Fuck it, I'm going for have it. You got, have you got it? Have you been sent? <laughs> so we did have one. Uh, I won't name names, but I am going on the Instagram to have a look. Met Sam in a club in Reading nearly 10 years ago when he just started a Made in Chelsea. He was with Spencer. We kissed in a booth and it was so awkward I left after. <laughs> no! 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 He, our time will come, hun. Um, oh, no! So we kissed... Right, so this is a fucking great one. This is what we wanted. So someone met you in a club when you just started on Made in Chelsea. You were Spencer Matthews. He established himself on Made in Chelsea. So you were there as the, yeah, no, I'm on Made in Chelsea too. Yeah, no, I do Made in Chelsea. Yeah, I'm Louise's brother. Um, you kissed a girl by telling you were on TV. This is how I'm going to play this. She felt so awkward that she left after. And that's Sam Thompson for you, ladies and gents. That is so harsh. Sam Thompson for you, ladies and gentlemen. Kissing you is that awkward people leave after. Have you managed to maintain and, and hold on to Zara? Oh, I don't know. Mate. That's such a harsh... Why? Why I mean, did she leave? Because it was so awkward. So what did you do? You do you think the kiss was bad? I imagine so. Or I imagine it's you did that thing where you kiss someone because I've seen it before. I've seen it on Celebs Go Dating. And I saw it before you were with Zara when you kiss someone and then you go, yeah! <laughs> or you, you get so excited that you've actually managed to to nick a bird that you, you're just over the top. So I imagine you probably scream, yeah, come on, in her face, or high-five Spencer or did something fucking weird. Um, and it made her feel quite awkward and she left. Do you know what? I, I know the, the kiss you're talking about, Sledge so Go Dating, and I'll tell you why, just for context. God, uh, that for the was listener. so awkward. No, it wasn't. Me and Pete went on a double so date. So awkward. No, we were on a TV show called Sledge so Go Dating. We, we went on a double date together and... And, um, and and it went really, really well. And I think I pulled out the T-Rex, actually, didn't I? You did, yeah. Yeah, pulled out the T-Rex move. And um, we both walked him outside afterwards. And I was just saying goodbye as a courteous man would. Like, good goodbye, fair lady. Like, have a lovely evening. Goodbye, fair lady. Well, I don't know. It's whatever I said. This wasn't period drama, so there's no dating. No, was... and, and then, as I'm saying goodbye verbally, all I can hear is... And what, Pete's it wasn't just, a camel chewing in the background. Pete, what was that? Pete's just eating face behind me. And, I'm, and I turned around and we both saw it. And you know when you're with someone, you go, we probably should be, be doing that. And then you, like, so oh, I, I remember what her. you said. I remember you going, looking at us and then going, shall we? <laughs> and then we did. Smooth, we did. smooth as anything. Yeah, and then we did. And then we... And, don't do that noise. That is such an awkward noise to listen to. <laughs> over. People are going to be out. Like We get a lot of messages from people who are doing the food shop or walking the dog and they're just going to... In the foot, let's not do that. That's weird. And then, and then I kissed her, and then we were both kissing. Pete was kissing his girl, I was kissing my girl, and then, and then when they left, we both jumped on each other. No, we didn't. Yeah, we you, did. No, you jumped on me, and I carried you across a road. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we really bonded. That's my favourite story. Then is that um, people kiss you and then get awkward. 
what a lovely way to end that series. I don't know why we are sort of making this like, it's a bit sad. It's like, this is your life. Yeah. This, this is the whole point of the podcast, right? This is because we're clearly, after listening today, you, the listener, know that we're struggling. Okay. So any win, any holes a goal. That is why we started this podcast. That's why we do it, is just to give people an insight. Because, listen, without anyone listening to us or 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 even semi-giving a shit about any of the stuff we do, we wouldn't have jobs. And I'll be honest with you, Sam isn't the brightest spark, um, so there's probably not much else he could do. And I'm drunk too much to hold down a real job. So uh, without you, we wouldn't be anything. So thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for watching all the stupid shit that we do and have done over the years. We are only just beginning. It would be great if you could uh, keep supporting us because you never know. One day we may finally get somewhere. Um, That is Series 1 wrapped. Um, Subscribe and follow because we'll be back very, very soon. We're not having a big break because there's not much else going on. (laughs) We don't have an awful lot of work and this has actually given us a purpose in life. So we will be back very, very soon with Series 2. Subscribe and follow. Uh, so you're the first to know when we're back and when there's a new episode out. Um, rate five stars and leave a review. Uh, provided leave nice. a review. We like it when people we leave love, reviews. I read every single one of them. He genuinely does, um, uh, which is pathetic, but but so true. Um, you can also follow us on socials, which is at Stay Medium Podcast, uh, and then Sam's Instagram and my Instagram. Um, and that is it from Series 1. Thank you for coming on a ride. Thank you for coming on the journey. Um, and here's to... 2023, baby, the year of Pete and Sam. We've only just started. We're literally going to be superstars now. I can feel it in my bones. And producer, I imagine, Charlotte, you can probably just use that for twenty, the end of 2023 when we go, to, here's to 2024, the year of Pete and Sam. We are going to, this year is going to be out because we've been saying this since 2016. Um, and each well, year... 2024, you'll be dead. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, here's to, here's the next series. We will see you all soon. Have a fabulous Christmas, despite the fact that I hate it and Christmas is for wankers. I love um, Christmas. I've invited Pete to Christmas, actually. I will not be there. Um, And here's to having a happy new year. Don't do the new year, new me thing, because you'll probably be the same prick you were in the year before. So um, I I despise New Year's. I do it every year. For fuck's sake. All the best. Ta-da. See you soon. Terrifying, though. It's over. Well, it's not really, is it? It's only just begun. Yeah. God, that was positive from me. I know. Fuck me. I feel a bit nauseous. Insanity Group.